There it is right there. Good old Philadelphia Spectrum, which was known for the most craziest, most exciting professional wrestling moments in the entire world. And coming up on Off the Top Rope Thanksgiving Eve, live on the CEV Sports Podcast Network, as well as the Ropes Media, your boy Ty Asbury has a special treat for you. CEV's Eric Paragini and Chris Leif. The three of us come together with our own five-on-five Survivor Series teams. Never been done before at the Spectrum, so we decided to come up with this special episode, a Thanksgiving treat for you. Watch it on this special edition of Off the Top Rope Thanksgiving Eve, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to watch the best wrestling podcast around with some sizzle, it is Off the Top Rope. Yeah. Thanksgiving Eve, and you know what's going down. I'm your boy Ty Asbury with the live special edition of Off the Top Rope. And these two gentlemen right here, they know the spectrum. They know wrestling. That's why I had to bring them on tonight. These two guys are killing it. Also with the CEV Sports Podcast Network, Eric Paragini and Chris Leif. They are in the house tonight. My brothers, what? The freaking is up. <laughs> uh, we're doing great, Ty. Just glad to be on your show. Been been waiting to do one with you. This is awesome. Yeah, I um, you like, I'm glad you guys took the time out. You guys, both you guys are busy to make up your Survivor Series uh, twists and turns and teams and everything. So I'm excited to hear them. I'm sure everybody else watching live as well as excited to see what you guys came up with. So. Honestly, you you guys you say the best for last, so you guys are definitely you. I'll put it this way: I, I'm going to pretty much go first, and you guys go last because the greatest go last. So I'll go first, and pretty much the first question I got to ask both you guys right now: when you look at this, the Spectrum and the Wells Fargo Center, do 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 you think when they tore the Spectrum down? Did that wrestling like fever go over to the new one or like it was gone? Like, what do you think? I, me, I actually think, think it did. It was, I used to go to a lot of events there with my father back in the day. He used to get tickets for me and my friends and, and we'd go. Um, actually, the very last of, uh, wrestling event we went to was during the, uh, um, the Monday Night Wars. And so, I, I mean, like, it was after, it was like one of the first times that Sting had come down out of the rafters and was, like, surrounded the NWO and uh, was, was playing his mind games with him. But, oh, God, I had so many great memories of going when I was a younger a younger kid with my father. And, you know, 
he had fun just watching me freaking out, you know, like, he, you know, whenever, whenever Hulk Hogan's music would hit and, or the Warriors music would hit, I would just start freaking out. And then the older I got, it was throwing up the four with the horsemen. Oh my God. You know, and to this day, I still do it. So yeah, I, I think it went with it. I do. Cause it's not the same at the, at the, at the center. Chris, what do you think, brother? Yeah, you know what? He he's right. It, it's not the same. Um, the spectrum. I mean, I go back to the Saturday Night Mid event. You know, my favorite wrestler was Junkyard Dog with the chains and everything else. So he, you know, JYD. You know, he's always my favorite wrestler. You know, growing up, I had the the little finger puppets. You know, I had to have JYD versus Hulk Hogan. You know, and I've been the Raw. Um, a couple times I've been to uh, whenever oh, if you guys remember crime time I, I want to say it was yeah. maybe it was a survivor series you know I think it might have been Lita's last match like she got fired and crime time stole her clothes so <laughs> and and it, it just it, it wasn't good like it just the energy wasn't there and you know the, I went to the match where and then I went to Raw in 2016 where Vince McMahon came back and it was um, after uh, Roman Reigns destroyed Triple H the night before, you know, and put him through the table. And then, you know, Stephanie came out and you know, it was, it was a pop. It was a pretty loud pop, but you know, when he won, you know, I got excited. I jumped out of my seat. I don't know why. Like, I was like <laughs> 38 years old. Um, but it, it, it was fun. It was funny. I, I go back to that because as I took my son and my buddy, Bill, who's a big fan, we went to, we went and a commercial came on like during a thing, like an advertisement came on about, you know, buying a diamond ring for your girlfriend. And somebody screams, you got the wrong clientele here for people who have girlfriends. I was like, oh my God. But, you know, like they just, the energy just isn't there. Like the, the you know, the spectrum, I, I don't know. It was, it's just, it's an iconic place, almost like Madison Square Garden. I, I think it has to do more with, like the spectrum was small. It was tiny. Yeah. Yeah. So it, there was more, it was, it was more intimate. You know, the acoustics were great. That's why it was such a great music venue. Um, but yeah, I, th I think that's what it is. It's smaller, you know, the center's more corporate, bigger, popping and everything. So that's my thought. Well, I think when we first, you know, we got together and we talked about wrestling before the three of us, and I, I got along with you guys, you know, about, you know, coming on, you know, CEV sports, which I love. My first event, like, was SummerSlam 90 at the Spectrum of Pay-Per-View. My grandfather was like, you know, I think you're ready to go to wrestling. I was like, hell yeah. I mean, Pay-Per-View, SummerSlam at the Spectrum. So I'll never forget that. And one thing, Chris just brought up a good point. He went to Survivor Series two, 2005. I was actually there, so I don't know if we ever crossed paths by me. It's still 24 <laughs> there. But um, I remember going to a Raw there, and it, it was when Hogan was feuding with Shawn Michaels. And – Hogan knew what to say because he said this to Shawn Michaels. He was like, Shawn Michaels, when you're a young, young buck in the diapers, I was selling out the Spectrum, brother. But he said it in the new one. So, but that was pretty cool that he put the Spectrum over saying that, you know, he, he was there. So, and he, he did sell it out back in the day. But, you know, you fast forward years later and, and here we are. We still love the place. And that's why tonight we are here. We got our Survivor Series teams. So, I don't know which one you guys want to go first. No, you know what? I'll go first. So I even made a special graphic for the occasion. <laughs> uh, I'm, 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 I'm gonna pull up my uh my match here, my match clip. So here we go. Um 
this is my guy, Team uh, Heenan, Mr. Perfect, uh, Rick Rude. They're like a Minnesota kind of thing. Uh, Brock Lesnar, uh, Hill Christian, and Randy Orton. Bobby Heenan is in their corner against Team Canada, Bret Hart, Owen Hart, Edge, Bobby Rude, and Kevin Owens. And Bobby Heenan's old uh, feud and broadcast partner, Earl Monsoon's in their corner. A special referee, I got Roddy Piper up in the place. So I don't know what you guys thought, but I was like, there be, there, there were some feuds in there too, uh, Perfect and Brett. And um, so, yeah, that's what I came up with. And I, I thought that would, that, that would probably sell if that if ever would have happened. That's now, a good one. I, no, I, I like that. I like I like the team Canada because you because I don't know if you remember. You know they had the the Canada thing back in the what was it the Un-Americans with I think it was an Edge Christian and Test. Yeah, yeah, and then then like it was I think Lance Storm ended up or yeah yeah so Lance Storm wasn't part of it. Lance Storm was in the WCW one. <laughs> I'm gonna go retro. Does anyone remember Major Guns? <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 and she had the Canadian flag, like you know. Yeah. God bless Canada. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, like that—that's a good team. I, I like, I like the Canadian side. You know, you know, Edge and Christian. We all know what Edge is. Christian, you know, he's he's making himself into an icon again. You know, he's. I feel like Christian's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I, I know. Yeah, because I think with um, like I put Christian on and Edge on opposite teams because maybe you know you know how Bobby Heenan could get in somebody's head and you know saying you know why don't you come over to my team? We know Bobby Heenan was the man, and I just think there were some feuds in there too that like like Eric said for his uh, Survivor Series thing where some feuds go into Survivor Series. So and I, I I think and plus Roddy Piper who can control everybody and Piper you guys know. Piper get in your face in a minute and say, "Hey, you know, get back in your corner." So, and that's why I came up with that. So I'm really excited. Everybody's excited too. So I don't know which one of the, you guys want to go next. So I'm excited to hear what you guys came up with. Uh, I'll go next. I'll let Eric go. Um, <laughs> you, you know, well, who do you do you have anybody winning your match, or is that for the end of the show? Pro- pro- probably, I'm gonna say it to the end of the show. Okay. So for me. And I was very specific. <laughs> One team, I got Dolph Ziggler. You know, he won the Survivor Series in 2014, you know, with the with the authority. So, you know, I think he was good that match. I also have Triple H, you know, as he was the, the authority. And then, you know, for me, got to go with Triple H's bodyguard, Diesel. Diesel, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, and then I go with... Randy Orton, part of Evolution, the first time, not the second time around. Okay. Although the, the Legend Killer, you know, having him now isn't as bad either. And then I got Roman Reigns, this Roman Reigns, the 2020 champion to the 2021 champion. Okay, represent Roman. Okay, like you, you just going through that, managed by Paul Heyman, clearly. Nice, nice touch. Oh yeah. So you know, then with the other team. I got Seth Rollins after he turns on the Shield. The Shield. Oh, that's a good one. That's a, that a good one. Keith Lee, when he lost to Roman Reigns. Oh, okay. After he eliminated, like he was like a three on one, and then you know we we all know Keith Lee. You know that backstory. You know everything else. So that was so that for for me that was that was it. 
The Rock, when he came back from Hollywood and he was a heel and he was just terrible at it. Like, <laughs> like he was, I don't know if anyone remembers that. You know, he had that stupid entrance where it was like, guitar. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. He was terrible. But it was just, it's just, it's the heel factor and how bad it was made it comical. And, yeah. and obviously, you know, Rock's charisma. And then, gotta go Hogan, NWO Hogan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, spray painting people in the ring. You know, when he pushed, what was it? He pushed Kevin Owens with his finger yeah. and he got and he, and he got that. So, and then, uh oh. I got, I got Brock Lesnar now, the one who's been suspended, who comes back, who's the baby face. Baby face. I like the baby but face. He hits, but he just hits like how he, you know, when he destroyed Michael Cole a couple of years ago and then he, how he came back and did the same thing. It's the same gimmick over and over again, but I love it. Like, I, I always like Brock Lesnar because I just look at him. I'm like, that, that dude looks like he'll really just beat you up. Oh, yeah. Really beat you up and not lose any sleep over it. Managed by Jim Cornette. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, we all know about that. Yeah. So, I got a special guest referee. Uh-oh. Okay. Anybody have a guess? Like, I'll give... Hmm. Uh, it has to... I'm... It ties in with all these people. Like, it, it, it has to tie in somehow. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let you tell me. Stone Cold. Special... Oh, okay. Because you know... He, you know he don't mind handing out stunners to anybody. <laughs> true, that is true. I, I, I really, I really like that. But we're gonna see all our outcomes. Who wins it? And I, I, absolutely, I, 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 I got, I got two more things. <laughs> nice. nice. So, I got two special enforcers. They both tie in. Ric Flair and John Cena, because John Cena is chasing Ric Flair's titles. <laughs> oh, okay. All the okay. And then my announced team. The CM Punk and Booker T. Two guys, if needed, will get involved if anything spills over onto the you know, the table or the Spanish announce table. <laughs> and you took it a notch up and just put, and put like special forces brought. Oh and yeah, home. I told you. I told Man, you. I was bored. Really I was caught up on all my work, and I'm like, you know what? Let me type this up and let me let me really like think about it. <laughs> oh, and wait, and wait, and wait till I have who's winning a match, and oh, it's. I want to hear all the scenarios and twists and turns and everything. And we got some really cool and everybody watching the show live. I'm going to read the comments pretty soon because I'm sure everybody's coming up with their own little things. That's why we're here tonight. Just have fun on Thanksgiving Eve, talking wrestling on Thanksgiving. It don't get no better than that. Now, Chris, he laid the smack down with his just marvelous, like just storytelling. I love it. Eric, it's all you, man. All right. Well, I mean, I didn't go as deep as Chris did because we all know Chris just likes to talk. So that that's why he went deep. He just wanted to talk and dominate your show. So, <laughs> um, so here we go. Uh, I went two teams. I went with uh, Team Austin. Okay. Okay. So Team Austin consists of, of course, Captain is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, I went a little old school with Dusty Rhodes. Uh, then The Undertaker. Then Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Triple H. Wow. Wow. Okay. So then can I ask you which Undertaker? The original Undertaker? Um, yeah, it's the it's the original with the with the um with the gray and black, because that was my favorite. I just like the big, you know, the the Frankenstein type 
monster that couldn't be stopped, basically. Well, that's a nice touch because remember he debuted that Survivor Series, so that's yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. That's a great tie-in. I love it. Mm -hmm. So um, then they face off against Team Rock. Okay, I took, of course, Captain the Rock. One of my and like I said, I, I made these teams on one of my favorite feuds in wrestling, and then uh, threw in one amazing WrestleMania match, which is great. Uh, so Rock versus Austin, that was one of my all-time favorite rivalries. They always had, uh, you know, three WrestleMania matches. Rock, um, you know, finally got the, the win over Austin in Austin's last match at, at a WrestleMania. So, I mean, their feud was amazing. I loved how their chemistry was in the ring. It was great. Um, then for Team Rock, I um, have Ric Flair. I have Mankind. I love it. I love it. I love it. I have Macho Man Randy <laughs> Savage. Oh, yeah. And Shawn Michaels. So, oh. yeah. So, like I told you about the Austin and Rock angle, um, one of my favorite rivalries ever was Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair. I mean, they're, they're, they're I mean, that, that's where hard times came from. That I mean, Ric Flair was the reason that Dusty Rhodes came up with the, one of the most iconic promos in wrestling history with Hard Times, you know. So that that how how do you not have that in the Survivor Series match? Um, then with Undertaker going against Mankind, their 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 rivalry was just phenomenal. And then you know throwing Mankind off the off the cell, off the cell like that, not, nothing like that has ever happened. Never happened. Changed wrestling history for well. Then it changed wrestling history. Um, then I went with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Macho Man Randy Savage for one of my all-time favorite WrestleMania matches. Is brought them together right. WrestleMania three. Yep. It was amazing. That is probably the greatest wrestling match ever wrestled. To be honest with you, a lot of people use that as the the you know as a, the footnotes and the video to watch if you want to see. You know, two great iconic wrestlers go at it. So then their rivalry was amazing. It was awesome. Um, and then I have Triple H going against Shawn Michaels. When they had that feud, that one whole year when Michaels came back, I mean, they went through every match you could come up with and just beat the crap out of each other for an entire year. For an entire year. Um, but, yeah, I don't have um, – special referees i don't have enforcers <laughs> but i but i do have i do have a surprise for my for my match so now the the triple h and Shawn michaels one is that when triple h was bringing back dx and then he turns on him in the ring and just annihilates him yeah it was the, yeah it was when um okay. when michaels had come back after like being gone for so long with his back injury and everything yeah. okay. and their i believe their first match i forget I forget what pay per view it was, but it was basically no It was some yeah, it was that no holds barred match. You know, Michaels came out, he was he was ready to fight. You know, he had he had his sneakers he, like wrestling boots on and he was wearing jeans. You know, he and and that was an iconic match for me. I, I loved it, you know, and that that was just so much fun, that that match. But yeah, that that was that version of Shawn Michaels when he came back from there and when Triple H was kinda like, No, I'm DX, I was the guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, listen, I, I I love it, you know. And you know what's funny is, is if you look at your team, you actually have good rivalries all along. Because go back to the Stone Cold and Undertaker. When the Undertaker, you know, when he 
put Stephanie to the cross mm-hmm. and like everything else. Like the ministry. Now, yeah, like just like that's it. That was a great rivalry for the night. It was. Like it's and, and it's stuff like that that just isn't there today. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't think I don't think people forget I think people forget how great that that storyline and that feud was alone, let alone the Rock and the Austin feud, which is which was my all-time favorite. The Rock is could sell a, a stunner like he got shot in the face. He could oversell a stunner. <laughs> like, like I just—it was funny how it was just great how great he could sell. He's flying across the ring and people are just falling back like this. Like he was a great seller. Like, and that was that was what made The Rock so great with his charisma and how he could how he could put over anybody when needed. Right, right. <laughs> Man, you you guys just nailed out, nailed out the park with some really cool like scenarios, feuds, and teams. Like, I, I just love it. And everybody's just blowing up with the comment section. I mean, we got some people saying, for me, Team Canada's losing that one. So, I'm like, well, I got I got everything sorted out. I'm sure you guys do, too, with your outcomes and picks. So, I'll definitely uh, start off, and you know, I'll go back to my uh, – definitely my, my, my graphic that I had earlier on the show, which I had. And, you know, I went all out just like, of course, Chris did. Um, for me – I actually have Team Heenan winning this one because if you go back to SummerSlam 91, Brett got the IC title from Perfect. So I'm sure Perfect never forgot about that. So I got Perfect and Brett, the last two in, no survivors, you know, to, to, you know, and not the match. And of course, Heenan, he cheats for Perfect to help Perfect kind of get that uh, win back over uh, Brett. So Team Heenan actually uh, goes into Philly to the Spectrum and they take it. So I got Perfect and Brett, the, the last two guys in. And uh, Perfect, you know, takes takes the uh, takes the win. And Survivor Series, at the Philadelphia Spectrum, baby. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Um, now, like I said, I mean, Chris went all out. So Chris – I'm, I'm ready, man. How's yeah, it let, right now? <laughs> let's see. Let's see how good of a matchbooker you are. Let's see. Come on. <laughs> yeah, and this is why I'm doing. This is why I'm doing podcasts. Obviously, right. <laughs> Obviously, you know, we got Ziggler, Triple H, Diesel, Orton, and Reigns. You know, and and Heyman there, and versus Rollins, Lee, The Rock, Hulk Hogan, NWO, and Brock Lesnar. So ideally, Hogan just walks out. He does have a care in the world. He has no desire to deal with any of these nine other people on both sides, and he just walks out. With that being, he, he, he gets counted out. Now they're down the floor. Winning the match would be Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar with interference from the Usos. <laughs> That's understandable. Well, that- and then <laughs> Brock Lesnar just destroys the ring. I have him... Laying out the Usos, laying out Reigns, like just going and just picking them up and just manhandling them. I have him F5-ing Paul Heyman on top of Roman Reigns. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Like, I'm telling you, I, I was bored. I went all detail. <laughs> but yeah, I, think, I, but I, yeah. Think, I, I really think WWE, the way their writing can be nowadays, I mean, they, they definitely should talk to you two guys. And um, <laughs> you guys should definitely uh, – apply and put the resume out there but it's just really cool all of us i think the thing about all three of us is we're wrestling fans i think when we all watch it you kind of like 
do you ever get that vision like maybe like I would have did it this way or maybe you know you kind of like pick and poke at it I think when you're a fan so but well, um you, you, you know what you when you when you had on I'm gonna go back in the face when you had Russo on I think I think it was Russo and you know or me, me and you were just talking about how you know like on an episode of Raw you know, for like two weeks you would have you know the the bad guy win and then you know eventually you know next week you'd be rooting for the good guy to come out and make the save and get his revenge and you just you don't see that that much anymore you just don't like it's like like they had a great thing going i think in my opinion with lesnar and reigns which i think could go until you know till wrestlemania i just just think it's something that they could they could have kept going instead of you know they have the suspension but I just think there, there's there's missed opportunities for the brand. I really think one thing that seems like is really missing in wrestling outside of Paul Heyman, it seems like there's no really there's no badass heel managers anymore. I mean, Heyman's still carrying that, but it's like you know Jim Cornette, you know he he stays away from it. Bobby Heenan, God bless him, he's moved, he's passed on. So it's just a lot of things that are missing with with today, and you know you always ask yourself. Who's going to be the next badass, you know, hill manager? And you know, time time will tell when that'll happen again in, in, in wrestling. Now, Eric, it's all you, my brother. <laughs> okay. Well, after the introductions are made, okay, I got my guys. They're all they're all there. They're they're at the ring. It it starts off Taker and Mankind. They oh. just you know they just go right at it. Um, they're in and out of the ring and they basically just start fighting to the backstage area and they disappear. We literally don't see them anymore. They disappear. Okay. They're, they're gone. They're, they're just, they hit the boiler room. That's it. They're, you know, and we literally don't see them. Right. They, they start having their own boiler room brawl. They just disappear. So everyone's standing around like, okay, well, we got, we got to start going. We got to get the match running. So uh, triple H and Shawn Michaels start. They 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 start taking it over. They um they they they're they're wrestling. They're doing their thing. Uh, H tags in Dusty. You know he's now facing he's now facing Michaels, who quickly gets out. Tags in Flair, so you get the Flair Dusty battle going. And um, Flair actually beats Dusty. All right, I have him coming in and and beating Dusty. Um, then you have like Austin and Rocker in there. Uh, then um, what you call it? We get Steamboat and Steamboat and Macho Man. They come in for a while, and then Steamboat beats um, what you call it? he beats Macho. Like they they they're like the actual only ones that actually wrestle the entire time. They he beats them. Um, <laughs> then, <laughs> um, so we're, we're we're now down Mankind. We're down the Undertaker. They just disappear. Can't right. Find them. <laughs> right, can't find them. They're they're totally gone. Michaels and eight and and Triple H are there. Flair beats Dusty, so now Austin's team is down. Him and him and Rock come in. They're battling it out. Um, and then out of nowhere, here come Mankind and Undertaker through the <laughs> through the back. They're fighting their way through and all this stuff. You know, they they come out for a quick second and back to the boiler room again. There they go. They're back now. Now they're making their way to the parking lot. And then somewhere along the line, the the lights go out. 
and here comes Sting. Nice. Sting comes walking out, and he joins up Team Rock. And Sting's putting a whole bunch of whoop-ass on Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then all of a sudden, the Hollywood Hulk Hogan music hits, and here comes Hollywood out, and he takes down Sting. I love it. Because <laughs> so, that, that, that was a few too. That was a few. Yep. Uh, Steve Hogan. Yeah. I, I saved them as the surprises because that was – that was a great – that was an awesome feud. I mean, the buildup for over a year with Sting not doing nothing but sitting in the rafters, it was amazing. It was amazing. You know, I mean, and for the people sitting at home, you know, they didn't they didn't know that, like, on the weekends or whatever, Sting's actually wrestling and keeping himself in shape, you know, in dark matches and, and doing stuff on, uh, you know, on, on little house shows. All they see is every Monday night, this guy's just sitting up in the rafters collecting a check. You know, and you're like, what's he doing? You know, what's this guy doing? Um, but in the end, I have Team Austin beating Team Rock with Austin getting his revenge on The Rock for ending his career at WrestleMania. <laughs> now, the question I have is I, I love it with uh, Mankind and Taker just disappearing. Now, since they're going to the referees say, look, we got to just – these guys got to go because they, they want to get in the ring. Like, so. Oh yeah. They, they eventually just get counted out. And then, okay. like I said, they just, they, yeah, they eventually just get counted out. And, and then, like I said, you know, we see them come out, uh, come out from one side and go right back out again, just like hitting each other with trash cans and crap, you know? So it's like, <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. You, you just bring up the boiler room. And I just think of like when SmackDown came out on PlayStation one, and that was one of the matches where you could just fight yes. the boiler room. Yes. <laughs> that was one thing that made me think of it. Like I started remember, like playing the video games too. Like it was all that kind of stuff. I love it. I really love. I, I think it'd be cool since you know this. You know this been a cool. You know both for both of your teams, both of your matches were great. What you guys came up with being at the spectrum, I could see mankind and Taker on Broad Street like fighting. Like you know, so like oh, we got niggas <laughs> outside. You know they're on Broad Street. Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, think about it. How cool would it have been, like, when the Rocky statue was outside the spectrum? How awesome would it be to say, oh, well, we got footage of Undertaker and Mankind outside, and you see Undertaker throwing him face first into the Rocky statue? Like, or, how awesome would that be? Or, or, you see, or you see Mankind falling down the, the art museum steps. Yeah. <laughs> he hits him as he's rolling, bah, 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 making a sound, rolling down the steps. You know, that's great. So you think about it. You, you had the surprise of Sting. Yeah. Think think about the pop at the spectrum. Oh, oh yeah. gotcha. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Guys laughing. <laughs> I'm really I'm I really love it. Uh, but the fact that like Chris said, you know, they're like, oh, we got footage at the uh, the museum. You know, mankind's going on the rocky steps of the museum. Like they're like all over Philly, different shots. There. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, look, that look, was ninety five right now. Like like, like just well, it's just crazy stuff like that. Well, it's funny that you said that because I believe it was a Monday Night Raw that was in town. If I'm not mistaken, was it Monday Night? No, it was. I think it was a pay-per-view because I think me and Bill were there. Me, Bill and I went like last minute. We had these like obstruction seats at well, – this is at the center. But we had last-minute seats. He knew somebody, Ticketmaster. He got cheap seats. And the whole show, The Rock was making his way through Philadelphia to get to – the show at night and it was just hysterical i absolutely loved it and it's funny that you said that you know talking about the art museum steps and oh god just so great so funny 
But yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, that'd be great. You know, at some point, you know, they're, you know, Undertaker gets thrown into the Delaware or whatever, you know, so it's like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I mean, it, it's just really, like I said, you guys like gave, had me bust out laughing on the show and <laughs> it, 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 it's really stuff that as a fan, like you guys said, staying at, at, at the spectrum, like, I mean, that, that had been like, just like in, in, insane. I mean, imagine like if, if Rock and Austin ever would have, you know, been at the spectrum, like, Mm-hmm. That, that 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 place would like would would erupt. Even even Hollywood Hogan, you know, being there. That's why I saved Hogan to come out last because yeah. I mean he's like the the legend. You know, I mean like Sting Sting's an icon, but Hogan is the legend. So you bring Sting out first, you get the amazing pop, and now people are on the edge of their seats going, "Oh my God, is Hogan coming out? Is Hogan coming out?" And then, boom, hit the Hendrix music, and here he comes, and he's just. What you gonna do? Yeah, I love it. Just it would be so great. Now, yeah, we'll, we'll do we'll do cross brands. So so imagine that when he's just standing there doing his guitar thing, and then the legend killer comes out and just RKO's him and walks off. <laughs> <laughs> like just think about it. Like as crazy as it is, like, that's, that's, that's stuff that would be great writing. That you could just and he just walks away like he just RKO's him. He freaks away. out like this Randy and Orton like, thing. <laughs> that would that would be kind of cool. Hogan's getting ready to walk down the ring, and here comes Orton. Boom! Hogan's laid out. Sting's like, I'm going back to the rafters. <laughs> Hold me up. <laughs> All right, where, where's that damn crow? <laughs> I, I definitely want to add the reason why I picked for my team for um. You know, perfect getting the pin on Brett is because we all know how Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan always argued on the booth. They they kind of had that feud, and I remember I, I pictured in my mind during the match that um, Monsoon like grabbing Heenan over by the ring, and Heenan slides in like some brass knucks of perfect, which are perfect, and he decks Brett, puts him in the perfect plex, and so it's kind of like a cheating uh, thing on uh, you know because Heenan could have pulled that off, thrown something in the ring, and perfect caught it, and because they were they were great together too. Bobby Heenan and Mr. Perfect. So, but you you guys definitely came up with some some kick ass like scenarios. Like I I I definitely love it. And Chris said it. We gotta do like a cross brand. We, we gotta we'll we'll we'll, we'll do definitely something more kick ass next show we do when it comes to this uh, creativity uh, with you two guys. Now I promise at the end of the show I want to ask you guys since we talk about the spectrum, a lot of memories there. Do you guys think? They should have torn it down, or should they have kept it and used it to generate more events. Hmm. I'll let you go, Chris. What do you think? I gotta think a minute. You know what? I mean, because I was torn about it. Yeah, I, I, like you said, you know, I I get why they tore it down. I, I don't know because there's not many stadiums last from the seventies. You, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not like that. It's not like the you know the Flyers or the Sixers have you know exclusive games for the NHL and the NBA, like how you know they have the outdoor classic. You know, like they don't have you know like a retro game where you know you wear retro uniforms. Like if they would have did something like that to keep the spectrum open, yeah, that would have been all right. But I don't know, just tearing it down the way they did. They did them kind of dirty, and I get why they did it. So you know, you know, I, I was a little, a little upset that they tore it down. Listen, I was there when Ron Hextall scored in 
Like, there's a lot of icon, iconic moments for me, you know, when you, for stuff that happened, like who I, like, my uncle used to take me to Saturday night main event. Cause he would get tickets. You know, my other uncle worked for upper deck. So he would get hockey tickets and I, you know, that's, it's just how I, my love for sports. So like when that tore, like when I got torn down, a little piece of me went like, I, I wasn't as emotional as Devet as I was the, the spectrum. Yeah. Well, and I, went, and I went to a lot of Phillies games growing up. The, the vet, yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, one thing, I, like I said, I'll, I'll definitely let you know, Eric, you know, uh, say what you got to say, and I'll make this real quick. But the one thing I never understood about the spectrum is I've read, I've read this one fact out of all the years the building was up, it only had like two pay per views. It was King of the Ring 95 and SummerSlam 90. I don't know why Vince never had more pay per views there. Or, or Monday Night Raw, but that's for him to, to answer. I don't know, but that's, you know, it was more house shows than, you know, I know like um, WCW, when Vince, you know, moved his shows over to the to the center, WCW had some nitros at the Spectrum, so Bischoff started moving over to the Spectrum, which was cool, but it was weird seeing WCW at Vince's old place, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Before you go, Eric, I Vince probably didn't put a lot of shows in the spectrum. If I'm guessing, due to the success of ECW, yeah, like, like ECW is huge. It's huge in Philadelphia. Like, yeah, you no, know, you we're always you Philadelphia's always talked about being the one of one of the most iconic wrestling towns, you know, in history, and they don't get enough love. They yeah. they don't. Like, why hasn't why hasn't WrestleMania been at the link? You know, mm. like, think about it. Like, you shut it. Like, just imagine, like, a, a great match. You know, a no-holds-barred match. They go from the link to Citizens Bank Park, which is across the street. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, like it's, it's it's stuff like that where, again, like, Philadelphia doesn't get enough love. You know, you pointed out two pay-per-views at the Spectrum. What? Yeah. Like, and, and that one that you're talking about in 95, I was at that one. That was an in-your-house King of the Ring. <laughs> Yeah, that was the yeah, King of the Ring, and, and then nothing against. Yeah. I remember, I remember uh, Nash. Nash. We all know when Nash got the belt, he was Diesel. Vince wanted to really go long with Nash, and I remember when Nash came out as champion, it just it just wasn't it just wasn't working. I mean, I, I, I like Kevin Nash, but it just wasn't right. You know, the Hogan pop like it. Uh, SummerSlam '90 when Hogan and Warrior came out, it was mm. different, but. Um, yeah, it's always more like two pay per views, like, like, like Chris said, two pay per views, the spectrum. But that's Vince, you know, I, I that that was his call back then, and you know, can't go back well, to that, yeah. And, and Chris, like you said, it's um, uh, with why, how come there hasn't been a WrestleMania at, at the link? It, well, number one, I think the link's just too small, they go on a grand scale, like, they're there where they go, their stadiums are like now they're holding over like a hundred thousand people, you know, so it's. I mean, like, it, it, it isn't we that have what? hard. No, it's not that hard, but it's not. To, I don't think it's big enough for the WWE. I don't think the link is big enough for them. Like, I don't think that they would have a problem having one if it was like the like they had to do it. Like, if there's no other option. But if anything, they're going to want something like when they had uh, WrestleMania at Silicon Valley. I mean, look, that that stadium is just monstrous. You know what I mean? So, um, but back to what you would ask, Ty, I. A part of me was really upset when the Spectrum went. Um, I was at the very final Flyers game at 
the spectrum. They had a, it was a, a if I'm not mistaken, it was um, a, like a preseason game. It was an exhibition game, and I still have the ticket stub for it. Um, but yeah, we were there for it. Me and my mom, my buddy, and we walked out of there. And I'm not gonna lie, like I get emotional about stuff, especially sports. And I remember walking out of there, turning around, looking, and I was like, it had tears in my eyes because I knew that. You know, that was the last sporting event that was going to be there. Now, Pearl Jam had a couple concerts there to actually close out the, the venue, which I felt was awesome because it was as iconic as it was for sports. It was just the same for music. And at the time, like Pearl Jam closing out the Spectrum, you can't get anything better than that. So part of me died with this with the Spectrum. I, you know, I had a lot of firsts there when it came to sports. And I remember the very first hockey game I went to that I could actually re- remember. Like I had gone to a few when I was younger, but I remembered when I was able to take everything in and you could hear hear the people banging on 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 the support rafters and everything. And, and I took all that in. I was like, man, this is amazing. Like, this is what sports is, you know. But yeah, it 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 part of me died with it, but I understood why they did it. You know, yeah. like there just wasn't enough to sustain keeping it open. You know, business decision. You know, so, but yeah, I was sad. I was sad. So, so, so I want to go back. We got a couple comments, and your comment about being big enough. The link for WrestleMania. WrestleMania was held at Levi Stadium, correct? It was one year, yeah. yeah. All right, they seat sixty-eight thousand. The link okay. seats the links. The link seats sixty-seven thousand five hundred and ninety-four. Now somebody said, you know, because of the weather and they can't ho- and you know, they can't see enough people and there aren't hotels close enough. They had it at MetLife State. Is it MetLife New York? I, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they had that in in April. You know, you know, they obviously we've been lucky. Of course, the one year they'll have it at Philadelphia, there'll be thirteen inches of snow on the ground. We know it's going to happen. That's why <laughs> bad things happen in Philadelphia. <laughs> the one That's time probably the we- biggest reason why it's not there ever because they can't trust the weather. But New York's only ninety minutes away, or New Jersey. It doesn't whatever. matter. We're never going to get it. Oh, no, no, I'm <laughs> We're saying we're never going to get it. <laughs> so at the hotels, there's there's hotels. I don't think people realize how many hotels are down there or downtown. Center like, City's got a lot, and it's not far from the from the stadium district. Right, you, you got the Holiday Inn off of ninety five, like when you're going to Delaware. You have the casino there. They have a they have a hotel. I mean, it would be a good venue. You know, I I know Philadelphia's put in for it a couple times. Maybe maybe they can just put maybe they can just move Citizen Bank Park and the link together. (laughs) But but actually, I I did read somewhere. I think the way they do WrestleMania now is they cities bid on it. Like I mean, I I do think when Philly did bid on you know WrestleMania to be at the link, but I don't know if it was course. I know you guys would say boo. I think maybe Dallas or somebody beat them out. And the original plan, they was going to have WrestleMania at the link. They were they were going to do like a four night, like special, like um, uh, NXT and Raw SmackDown and um, Raw SmackDown NXT at well at the center, and they were going to do WrestleMania at the, the the link. But that never that that was Philly's proposal, but they they just didn't. Yeah, well, that that was why um, uh, the city and WWE came to an agreement where I I believe it was they got a couple. Billy would know this too. Um, where they got a, a couple, I think it was SummerSlams or, or something. They 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 did sign a contract where uh, the WWE would be here for like two big events a year, 
like yeah, I think it's it was a couple Royal Rumble, but yeah, WWE is definitely um is uh, what you call it. Uh, they do have a deal where because they come often, they come to, yeah, all, pretty often now. They were just here for SmackDown, so yeah, yeah, WWE and Philly have a really cool relationship. So, but you know, I'm definitely this episode of All the Top Road with you two guys has been definitely cool and. I want to know. We all want to know too, because I'm, I'm actually really happy to be a part of the CEV Sports Podcast family. So, guys, you, you don't, you know, you can't really tell all of you don't have to. So, what's up next for you guys with CEV Sports? What are you guys looking to bring on and everything? Because you guys are doing really good work with the network. Um, well, I mean, we we're trying to get on a set schedule with our with our podcast. It's going to be Mondays at nine. Um, we actually have a Zoom meeting with someone from Tennessee on Friday. Uh, we'll, uh, you know, more information about, you know, it's the Albert Hainsworth Network. You know, they had reached out to my other partners, and then, then I reached out to them. So, you know, that we'll see what that brings. Um, other than that, you know, we have, you know, we, we, we talk our we, – we did an Eagle show last night, you know, talking about, you know, Jalen Hurts, you know, and then we have uh, the 910 Sports Show on Sunday mornings. You know, God bless them getting up at 9 a.m. and talking for two hours. Like, <laughs> they're phenomenal. Um, Jacob and Eddie. And I, I forget the, the girls. Crystal. Crystal. Like, they're good. And then, obviously, your show. You know, we look we look forward, you know, to your show with the way the way you've built your show since you've come on. It's it's an easy It's an easy watch, you know. You get right into it. It's not too long. It's not too short. You know, all the information you have is right there. You know, eventually, you know, you you, you have Francine in the works, which is phenomenal. Yeah. You yeah, had Vince I, Russo, which was great. Vince Russo, and I, I really appreciate both the feedback from you guys. Um, I, I will say, too, and I, you know, I, I still keep in touch when I talk to him. Um, that was probably, hands down, probably one of the best shows I've ever done and he 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 makes it he he's just easy to talk to when you have somebody that's easy to talk to i really think that's where you just get a good show you know with that person so um but thanks for uh you know uh, rich everybody saying the show is awesome so i definitely appreciate that but i'm gonna close out saying to you two guys that thanks for coming on the show i had a fun time you guys had me laughing you know, of course, you know, Eric with the macho man, you know, <laughs> you know, Chris, yeah, brother. Chris getting down and everything, you know, which I, I said it both of you guys should write to write for WWE. But I had I had a really good time tonight with the show. And most important to you guys, have a great Thanksgiving. And I'm gonna be checking out what you guys come up with next here on the, the CEV Sports Podcast Network. And happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Uh, happy, happy Thanksgiving to you too, Ty. Happy Thanksgiving to Rich, Drew, Eagles, you know, 30 podcaster. I forget what their name was. Everybody <laughs> who joined us, you know, thanks for the comments. And make sure you join, you watch for the next uh, Off the Top Rope. Like Chris said, watch out for the next episode of Off the Top Rope with your boy Ty Asbury. I'm out of here. Peace out. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless. Stay safe. And get your grill going. We out of here. Have a great night. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to watch the best wrestling podcast around with some sizzle, it is Off the Top Rope 
Yeah, yeah.